What up, everyone? Welcome back to Wait for Wait Food for Thought. For those of you guys that are just chiming in, my name is Sabrina. And on today's episode, I am going to talk about Wait for Wait, why I chose the name, what it symbolizes, why I created my Instagram account. If you don't know, my Instagram account is W-A-I-T underscore F-O-R underscore W-E-I-G-H-T. Wait for wait. Play on words. So before I talk about how Wait for Wait came to be, I'm going to give a little bit of insight into my life to give a little bit of background. So growing up, I lived a pretty normal lifestyle. Um, It was my mom, my sister, and my dad. Um, We didn't eat the healthiest, but we didn't eat the unhealthiest. We had a pretty balanced lifestyle. I mean, I grew up, I remember eating ramen sometimes for lunch. Um, I would eat the top ramen raw. I live for that shit, y'all. That shit's so good. I'll never eat it again, but it's pretty freaking good. Um, My mom loved Diet Coke. Um, My dad used to smoke cigarettes for a time. Not he he quit for I I don't even remember when he quit, but for the majority of my life he did not smoke cigarettes. So he quit for or a while ago. But in when I was in seventh grade, eighth grade, my dad got diagnosed with cancer. He actually got diagnosed with lung cancer, stage four. So if you're not really familiar with cancer, how it operates or what the stages are, stage four means that it spread to other parts of his body. So it started in his lung, it originated there, and it spread to his shoulder and um, also the bottom of his spine. So he started chemo right away. Um, I just remember in eighth grade, it was just kind of a smack in the face. I didn't really know what cancer was. I didn't understand it, but I was kind of expected to just grow up really fast um, at that time to take care of my sister I had a lot of responsibility. My mom was taking care of my dad, so I just really had to step up. My mom did a lot of research and kind of found that a vegan diet could help my dad. Um, not not so much the vegan aspect, but kind of being conscious about what he's putting into his body. So they or- ate organically as much as possible. We got rid of sodas altogether. We got rid of all of the shit foods that were in that we would just get. Um, as guilty pleasures. Obviously, there's balance, but um, my mom stopped buying all of these like really bad foods as just easy snacks to just kind of accommodate for my dad's diet. So we all kind of hopped on board. But um, he did a bunch of things before chemo to help him out, to help him kind of feel better post-chemotherapy Um, when he first got diagnosed, the doctors gave him about a six months diagnosis, but he actually ended up living four years longer than expected. Um, when he first got diagnosed, my mom actually asked the doctor if any sort of diet change would help him. They actually said no. They said his, um, prognosis was too bad, essentially, that diet probably isn't going to help. And we just have to take an aggressive approach for chemotherapy, radiation, all that crazy stuff. Uh, Thankfully, my mom is a badass bitch. 
and she did her own research and she decided to just change the diet. And she didn't take any doctor's advice when it came to diet, which obviously it makes sense. If you put healthy foods in your body, you're going to feel better and you're going to give yourself a better chance to survive and to beat the odds. And that's exactly what he did. The doctors were actually super confused as to why he was doing so well with the prognosis that he had. Uh, and they were stoked. So they started using him as a test dummy. They put him on a clinical trial, which obviously it's his decision to be in a clinical trial. I remember him telling me, if this doesn't help me, this will help somebody else. Whether the outcome is good or bad, they'll have one more person to add to their data sheet. And unfortunately, it didn't help him. Um, he started getting seizures uh, got into a state of dementia kind of towards the end of his life. He passed away in uh, 2012, July 19th, 2012. Uh, just was taking a shit ton of different medications. He was on the trial. Obviously, I don't think there was one thing that caused his death. Um, he was in remission from cancer, so it definitely wasn't the cancer. I just think there was just too much going on in his body that it was just time for him to shut down. But we kind of adopted that healthy lifestyle even after he passed away. So I saw the value and the power of foods at a fairly young age that I carried through out high school, throughout college, and still today. I'm, I'm really conscious about what I'm putting into my body and if it's going to serve me or if it's just going to make me feel like ass. Um... I still eat some of my favorite foods in moderation, so I'm giving myself that balance. But to me, growing up, I really saw the benefits of a positive, healthy diet. I never, I never had any sort of eating disorder. I never restricted my diet to be skinny. I just really saw the value and the power of food, like I said from a young age. So my association with food was a positive one. And any time I cut any sort of food out of my diet, like I will never, ever, 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 ever go to McDonald's. I'll never go to Burger King. I'll never go to these fast food chains that just have so much unknown products in their food that it just doesn't serve me at all. It doesn't make me feel good. It makes me sick. So why the hell would I put that into my body? So I am conscious about what is going to make me feel good. Is it going to make me healthy? Is it going to contribute to a positive, healthy lifestyle as I get over, over, uh, older? Yes or no. And then I'll kind of decide on what, whether or not I'm going to eat that food. I love chocolate. I love snacks. I love chips. So I'll allow myself times to treat myself because that's what life's all about. There's no point in living your life without eating your favorite foods. But there's also, you know, you, you could cut your life short if you're not eating healthy foods and only eating the, the foods that you love. So it's all about balance. But when I got to college, I was kind of, my eyes opened to a whole new world about diet culture and food and thoughts surrounding food and a negative association with food. And it was just mind boggling to me. It all started with my fiance actually showed me a picture of this girl who I didn't know her uh, got this app to alter her abs to make her abs super defined. 
But she was so hyper-focused on looking at her abs that she missed. She was like holding the straw and the whole straw and the whole background of the photo was super distorted and her arm looked super long. I was just like, how, how on earth did you not see this? But like I said, she was super hyper-focused on her abs that she, that's all she could see. So she was altering her abs, not knowing that she was literally altering every other aspect of this photo. And she posted it and people saw it and liked it and were like, oh my God, girl, super cute abs, but it's not real. And little did I know, all of these girls around campus were downloading this app. I have no idea what it's called. And I'm sure people are using it today. And altering different parts of their body, maybe making their arms a little bit smaller, trimming away some fat, um, giving themselves some defined obliques, whatever. It blew my mind. I just don't understand why or how someone could look at a picture of themselves and just automatically think about what they need to distort to look better for the public's view. So it's not, if she, if she edited her abs and kept it on her photo album for herself, cool, weird, but whatever. But the fact is she altered that photo to then post on Instagram to show the world that this is what she looks like. So we have this super, super distorted concept when it comes to body image and what body image even is that people forget the health aspect. I think a lot of the times, especially, especially with bikini competitions, physique competitions, it just, I don't understand. I, I asked a friend that kind of does some sort of bikini competitions or I don't even actually know what she did, but she was telling me the breakdown of carbs, fats, proteins, and sugars, and what you should be eating a day. And I'm like, okay, that's super cool to just kind of get some insight about what I'm eating. Am I getting the right amount of macronutrients I need to be healthy? Because honestly, I am just, my mom calls me a garbage disposal. So if I'm hungry, I'm just eating. If there's anything around me that is relatively healthy, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to cook something. Whenever my body is telling me I'm hungry, I will eat what I feel like. I just listen to my body and just assess from there. I don't, I'm pretty good about not overeating or undereating unless I'm stressed, but we all have our moments. So she was telling me this breakdown and I was super interested because I wanted to make sure that, okay, well, I don't actually monitor the different kind of macronutrients that I'm getting. I just <laughs> shove my face. So let's count. I started counting. I, I got a calorie counter actually just to gauge, not to just uh, use it every single day. But I was so frick fracking hungry, you guys. I don't even remember the breakdown. It was like my weight in protein in grams, which is like 125 grams of protein, about 100 grams of carbs, uh, 40 to 50 grams of fat. I don't even know if I remember sugars, but that was the major breakdown. Y'all, I think I eat like 200 grams of carbs a day. So that was problem number one. 100 grams of carbs? Are you kidding me? Get out of here. I was starving. Also, 125 grams of protein? I was like <laughs> making these random veggie patties just to eat them. I wasn't even hungry to get that goal. I, I would make like um, eggs and some, uh, I had like these vegan chicken patties 
and what else would I make? I put like avocado on it to get just everything, which avocado is approaching 30 to 40 grams of fat. So I'm like, shit, I can't eat any more fat for the day. What the hell? But anyway, I learned real quick that that breakdown was not working for my body and that a lot of people that are using this kind of breakdown system are still hungry because essentially the whole thing is you have to, you know, obviously use more energy than you're consuming to be thin and to be fit and to get that chiseled chest that you probably want. But what you're missing out on is what your body really needs. If you're getting that breakdown or whatever breakdown that you're having for your macronutrients, but your body is telling you that you're still hungry, you should probably eat something. And it doesn't mean that you have to go and eat a brownie or eat a bag of chips Eat something that's substantial, that's healthy, that's going to provide some sort of nutritional value for you. Eat a banana, eat an apple, make a smoothie. Do something that will make you full and feel content. But I was learning real quick that people are just trying to eat, at least on my college campus, to A, obviously survive, and B, be thin and work out a shit ton, but eat less and eat or drink things that kind of uh, don't make you hungry or drink protein shakes and all this shit that was just making people lose weight or stay skinny. And I was seeing it all around me. I was seeing girls at the gym multiple times a day. Um, People that are really, really, really thin that shouldn't be at the gym. And obviously I'm not one to judge. You obviously can't look at somebody and say that, oh, that person has an eating disorder or that person shouldn't be at the gym or is that person eating enough or is that person eating too much? You're not one to judge. But from the apps and from the talk and from talking to different kinds of people, I quickly realized that there is a problem. And I think that this problem is very prevalent on many different college campuses, obviously not just mine. Uh, For those of you wondering, I went to TCU. Go Frogs. But... Um, I think this problem is obviously widespread and it baffled me growing up in an environment where I learned the health benefits of nutritional food very quickly and in a way that I saw the benefits of eating well and how it can either reverse a prognosis or um, decrease your chances of getting some sort of illness in the future And just seeing people view food in such a negative light blew my mind. So what I decided to do is I talked to one of my friends. I said, hey, and he's super into fitness. And I said, hey, let's start an Instagram account and just educate people on eating healthy while still eating maybe those foods that you love I don't want to call them guilty pleasures because they shouldn't be guilty pleasures. They should just be foods that you eat in moderation that make you feel happy. Um, And we can show off some workouts and some health tips to staying healthy and staying fit and keeping those two things kind of separate. So you don't have to eat less to be fit um, or eat more to be fit or whatever it is that your mentality is. Those are two separate things. You can work out to be healthy and you can eat to be healthy. They shouldn't cross paths. They should um, help each other flourish. What? That doesn't fucking make sense. But you know what I'm saying. 
So I told him, I said, hey, let's fucking do this. And he was super down, but you know, we're just busy. We're in school. The amount of ideas that I've told people and they don't happen is a shit ton. But um, this is how it came to be. And I actually don't think I shared this story with anybody. So you're welcome. But I, y'all are going to judge me. I was, and I do this a lot in college, probably three times a week. I would, after a long day, I had three jobs in college. I had either five to seven classes a semester. I had acapella practice. It was crazy. I don't know how I survived that. And I would, at the end of my day, make myself a big, fat, delicious dinner and a coffee or a tea or whatever. And I would go eat that in my bubble bath. So I would watch Netflix while I'm in the bath, while I'm eating my dinner, drinking my wine or drinking my coffee and just Jay chilling in my bathtub. And I was sitting there and I was like, okay, let's just make this account. Let's just do it and, and go with it. And what am I waiting for? And I was thinking of names. I really love puns. I love a good pun and I love dad jokes. And Wait for Wait just popped into my head for the reason being to lose weight, you have to work for it. There's no secret diet. There's no secret pill. There's no secret method. No, nothing that's going to help you lose weight faster. Sure, you have all of these methods at plastic surgery places. You can get liposuction. You can get cool sculpting, whatever. But that doesn't solve the problem internally. So if I eat 10 years worth of McDonald's, the damage is done to my body. And if I go to, a, you know, a place that offers cool sculpting and they freeze the fat off or suck the fat off, whatever the hell that thing does, it's not solving the problem from inside out. It's just making me lose fat. But that doesn't mean that you're healthy. You have to really look at what your foods are doing to your body internally. Uh, gaining weight isn't a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Gaining weight doesn't mean that you're unhealthy and losing weight doesn't mean that you're healthy. So weight for weight popped into my head because you have to wait to lose weight. You have to do it right. You have to eat right. You have to work out well and you have to put in the work to lose the weight that you want. If there was a magic pill or a magic diet or a magic whatever the hell, do you think there would be a zillion bajillion kefillion different diets out there or different fads out there or the new keto or the new this. No, there would be one thing that every single person in the whole entire world would be on board for if there was one special thing that helped everybody lose weight fast and in a healthy manner. But there's not. So weight for weight was born. And I went to the gym. I don't know if it was the day after or whatever, but I was stoked. I was stoked on this name really proud of my pun creation. And I took a selfie in the TCU gym and I just posted uh, my first post, followed a bunch of people and said, hey, follow to erase the stigma of the perp perfect body and to learn some workouts and some recipes, some healthy foods, and just to educate people about a lot of things that maybe you haven't been exposed to in your life. I know that if you know, if my dad didn't have cancer, maybe 
I wouldn't be in this position today. Maybe I wouldn't understand the power of foods. I, I probably wouldn't. You know, there's no reason for me to educate myself on a subject that wasn't directly affecting my life positively or negatively. You know, I was just eating. We were eating foods that were good and affordable and also fast. I think that's one of the biggest problems we have is, especially in America, we're so damn busy or we have this fast-paced lifestyle that we've created for ourselves and our kids have school and we have work and we got to make our lunch fast. So let me just microwave this frozen meal. Let me just... uh I don't know, crush up some ramen and put it in a bag, which I did, and I regret nothing, but maybe my body does, who knows, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to show people that you're, the foods that you're eating and understanding the foods that you're eating and thinking about foods, your thoughts should start inward, you should start thinking about how is this McDonald's hamburger going to affect my internal organs? How is it going to affect my heart? How is it going to affect my brain? How is it going to affect my stomach, my blood pressure? All of these things are what you should be thinking about when you're eating. You shouldn't be thinking about, will this McDonald's burger make me gain weight? That is such a backwards mentality to have. And we have created a society that is so fixated on body image wherever you go whether it's models and to be in the modeling industry you have to weigh a certain amount you have to look a certain way you see billboards and posters and magazines and instagram accounts of people that are thin and advocating for eat my way join my program and you'll lose weight and instead of promoting health and the benefits the positive benefits that come from eating healthy and working out, we are flipping the perspective and highlighting, join my program and eat my diet so that you can be skinny and thin and have abs and have a thigh gap and blah, 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 blah. And it's instilling, whether it's purposeful or not, this negative association between food and body image and giving people an abstract concept about what they should look like. And the fact is, and it's so hard to see, you know, a billboard of or, or whatever, um, of a model that you look up to that's so skinny and thin and beautiful and probably photoshopped and look at that and strive to be that. And you get so fixated on looking like that and achieving the body that maybe you're, you're, chasing after that you forget that your body is not like that person's body it's impossible for us to look like another person's body we are all different our genetic makeup is different how we digest food is different how I digest food versus how you digest food is different we have different metabolisms we have different genes there's so many factors that people don't understand or can't see because they are so fixated on The end product is what am I going to look like? And I want you to take a moment right now and think about the answer to the question I'm about to ask. If you finally had the chance to look like whoever you wanted to look like or lose the weight that you wanted to lose, and if you had that ideal 
body in your head that you wanted and you could get it and I can give it to you in the snap of your snap of my fingers would you be happy probably not it's we're running after something that doesn't exist it's abstract and style is always changing different bodies are in one day and not in the next and if we look at body image throughout time it's changed. You know, you have wider hips and you have a bigger butt and then you have a skinny waist and a big butt and a thigh gap. And thigh gaps are genetic, by the way. So if you're running on the treadmill, looking at your thighs and hoping to lose that weight in between your thighs, good luck. It's all genes and people aren't seeing that. So I think, man, I just ranted, but I think that we think that Achieving a certain body type is going to bring us fulfillment and happiness. But what it's really doing is you're trying to fill a void and that void is coming from within. There's something internal that's deeper than your body image. It's insecurity. It's a lack of confidence. It's maybe you had a traumatic life growing up. There's something deeper that's causing you this pain or this yearning for something that's not you and you need to figure that out or you'll never truly be happy. You'll never really be able to live your authentic self and your authentic life if you're just chasing something that isn't obtainable to you and and shouldn't be obtainable to you because we're all different. We're all unique and we're all unique for a reason. Like if we were all the same, life would be so fucking boring like if if I loved myself so much and, you know, I would find somebody that was just like me, but there's no one just like me. Or I, I, I hope there's no one just like me. I swear to God, I'm unique as fuck. Just kidding. But seriously, every single person on this planet is different. You're never going to look like anyone else. You're never going to be like anyone else. You have special qualities that Joe Schmo down the street doesn't have or that that celebrity that you really look up to doesn't have. So why are you striving to be somebody else when you could really be putting that energy into striving to be the best version of yourself? But you can't be the best version of yourself if you're trying to be somebody else. It's just not possible. So (laughs) that is how Wait for Wait came to be, and I'm super passionate about this because it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I just cannot, I cannot wrap my head around the fact that people are so uh, obsessed with, with body image, and okay, story time. I was actually shopping, um, when was I shopping? Yesterday, and First of all, sales lady was up my ass. Like the the boutique was really small and I was the only one there. And every time I like picked up a shirt, she's like, do you want me to put that in the dressing room for you? I was like, no, this is not cute. I don't want to try this on, but thank you. And she like started grabbing all these things that she thought would look good on me. And she said, um, how about these shorts and these jeans? And I said, no, like, I don't, I'm not really looking for jeans or shorts. Also, it's really hard for me to wear pants and shorts. Like, it, I don't fit in a lot of jeans or whatever because 
I have like a larger butt and a smaller waist. And I told her that. And I'm like, no, that's probably not going to fit me because she was trying to guess my size. She's like, Are you, I'm guessing you're a 24 or size three. I said, I don't really know. Like it just varies. I have a bigger butt and a smaller waist. So things don't really fit that well. And she started like laughing and she was like, oh, poor you. Like, that's such a bad problem to have. Oh, a big butt and a small waist, a body that everybody dreams of. Oh, poor you. And I got super uncomfortable. I was like, what? I didn't even mean it like that. I was just trying to say like, that's not going to fit me. Like, what? Um, But it just kind of reestablished this idea that I have is that everybody's just thinking about body image in some sort of capacity and it's not healthy. Uh, you know, I, my whole thing with starting the wait for weight page was to show that a lot of people on Instagram are putting filters or aren't showing the whole truth or aren't showing the, you know, unhealthy, maybe the ice cream that they're eating and are just posting their kale salads and, just giving an unrealistic or half of the picture that it just makes you think that, wow, this person's like eating kale salads every single day and looks super thin. Wow. So I started to show, no, like this is real and it's all about camera angles and I can take a picture on the side of my body and look super thin and then take a picture of the front of my body and look completely different. So I wanted to show this unfiltered side to Instagram, but I am and this is just my body type, like, I eat a shit ton of foods, y'all, and I don't gain that much weight, so I also feel sometimes that I could be seen as one of those people on Instagram that is like, oh, well, here's another fit person just advocating for health and fitness when it's easy for this person to lose weight or whatever, like, I'm not, I don't have big boned, or I'm not big boned, I don't gain weight that easily, so you know, it's easy to portray me as just another Instagram account, but that's not what I see it as. And I didn't, you know, people always ask me, well, what's your secret? I get that question a lot. Like, what's your diet? What's your secret? I don't believe in dieting unless you have some sort of disease or illness that you need to eat a certain type of food group um, to help, help you stay healthy. Or in my dad's case, being vegan to help him with his cancer. I really don't see the need for a diet. I think there's a bunch of healthy, nutritious, wonderful foods that are meant to be tasted and experienced and explored. And we're living on this planet once. So taste everything and experience the wonderful joy that comes with tasting yummy foods. And why would you deprive yourself of delicious foods that make you feel, make your soul happy? Maybe they won't make you feel good in like an hour, which is me with ice cream. But it makes my soul happy, so I'm going to eat it every once in a while. Um, Just about balance. But got off topic and back to that lady. I just felt super uncomfortable. Like she was just, I could just tell that maybe she had some sort of insecurity that she was dealing with and felt the need to project it onto me. But you shouldn't be commenting on somebody's body like that. It shouldn't be whether somebody's smaller or larger like that's not something that you know it's just it's just a very shallow compliment like wow what a what a terrible problem to have a big butt and a small waist I'm like ma'am the bigger problem here is these shorts aren't even cute so what are you recommending nothing of substance but that's also not the problem 
So, yeah, just wanted to highlight that foods are amazing and foods can add such amazing benefits. Like a lot of people don't realize that if you have anxiety or depression, you know, there are maybe some uh, imbalance of serotonin levels in your brain, the neurotransmitter that's responsible for, um, I don't want to say happiness, but maybe some people with anxiety may have lower um, serotonin levels in their brain. And that's not for everybody. That's just a theory. And, um, you know, there's a lot of different factors that can contribute to anxiety, not just a scientific factor because there's life, um, environmental factors involved as well. But there are certain foods that can actually increase levels of serotonin in your brain. So understanding how food can be such a powerful tool for medicine and for healing and for feeling just overall really good about your body is so powerful and something that really gets overlooked and ignored if you are fearing food and straying away from certain foods so you can be thin which is so sad you guys like body image and your body is fleeting like you are gonna look super cute in your 20s 30s whatever and then as you get older there is no way to sustain a 20 year old body there's just not and as you get older you gain wisdom and you gain experience and you gain clarity and perspective and you're gonna gain so much later in your life that you're gonna look back and realize that this obsession with beauty and with body image and all of this shit was all surface level and doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Like if you look at, just imagine yourself as an 80-year-old grandma or grandpa and you're looking back at your life, what are you going to be reflective on? Your family, your friends, your experiences, your life? Or are you just going to be like, damn, I looked pretty fucking hot when I was 21. Yep, I had a chiseled chest. Damn. No, you are not. Like it's, Life is so much bigger than that and so much more impactful than that that we need to think larger. So this is the main reason why I created Way for Weight is that I want to teach you all about eating healthy foods and having a positive, delicious, sustainable relationship with food. And also, last point, There are a ton of fitness programs out there that make you count your food and have you eat certain things so that you can lose weight. Um, Like maybe you can only eat seven almonds today and you can only have chicken and rice for the week. And for your breakfast, you have to have this, this, this and chicken and rice because there's a lot of protein in it. You can't eat, you can't eat any desserts. You can't eat any guilty pleasures that you might have. You can't eat blah, 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 blah. And what happens is you work out, you work out, you work out, and you're eating so minimally that, of course, you're going to lose weight. That's not a question. But you're depriving yourself of foods that keep you balanced, that you're just going to end up in overeating once your program is over and gain all of the weight back, which these programs want you to do so that you sign up again and you pay them more money and they could do it all over. So that's what essentially is happening with a lot of these big programs that are out there 
they're not encouraging a sustainable lifestyle. They're just encouraging, hey, lose fat today and eat seven almonds. Bitch, when the fuck would I be full off of seven almonds? I think when I eat almonds, I probably at least, I don't know, I don't ever count them, but at least like 32, maybe? Which, okay, they're full of fats, which is why people recommend you eat lower amounts of almonds, but they're healthy fats. Like, there's a difference between saturated fats and unsaturated fats and healthy fats and non-healthy fats. Like, but people don't understand that. They hear fat and they're like, whoa, 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 back up. Seven almonds, that's my max. I can't have more than that. You know why? Because there's fats in there. Don't know if you've heard about that, but there are fats in almonds. Yeah. But guys, they're healthy fats. Your body needs healthy fats to survive or you will die. So that's what I want to educate is that it's all about balance and eat when your body's telling you to eat, but be educated about what you should eat in that situation. You know, if you're hungry, you shouldn't go and open a box of frozen tacos and ice cream and cookie dough and indulge. You should find a balance between eating healthy, knowing what's healthy, knowing how to make really good savory foods out of healthy ingredients rather than dousing your food in butter and salt and things that maybe you think are good for you because they're veggies, but you're really depleting all of their nutrients by frying them or adding too much salt or butter. There's a balance to everything. And that's what I want to educate everybody on. And sometimes I highlight more things about my lifestyle on Instagram. And sometimes I'm more workout focused and sometimes I'm more meal focused. And it's all about all of those things, all of those things contribute to a healthy, happy life. You have to be balanced in whatever you do. And also balance is pretty abstract. You know, no one's really balanced. We strive to be balanced, but I don't have a balanced lifestyle. Like, no, it's just impossible, but it's something to strive for. And it's something that should be on your radar of trying to achieve because it does provide for a happier life is if you're just well-rounded and balanced and knowledgeable about um, how you can better improve your life. And I think that's what we're all striving to do. At the end of the day, no matter what we're doing, we all want to be happy and we all find happiness through different modes. So at the end of the day, I just want to help you guys find whatever it is that makes your soul happy, not your ego happy. There's two different things and they're hard to distinguish between when maybe you're in a rut or in a bad place or don't have mental clarity, but through working out, through eating healthy and through just living your best life, you can increase the endorphins in your brain and you can add mental clarity and you can just find ways to contribute to a positive lifestyle if you're actively trying to make that happen and you're knowledgeable and educated about your foods and your workouts and how that can contribute to the best version of you. Long story short, that is how Wait for Weight was created, is created, still functions today. Big things coming with Wait for Weight. It is a slower process because I do have a full-time job. Also working at the coffee shop um, as a little intern to learn the ropes of that business. So I'm a busy bee and I'm trying to balance myself too and balance all my projects and balance my lifestyle and I'm along the journey with you guys. With that being said, 
go ahead and follow me on Instagram if you don't already. Uh, for those of you that didn't jot it down the first time, shame on you. Just kidding. It is W-A-I-T underscore F-O-R underscore W-E-I-G-H-T. If you guys have any questions, go ahead and DM me or email me at waitforweight at gmail.com. I'll be more than happy to answer any questions that you may have, help you guys kind of be educated about finding the right balance for you and finding a meal regimen or um, helping you determine which foods maybe you should be eating more of or less of. Uh, Here to help as much as I can. And I look forward to ranting with you guys next week. So I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And I hope this resonated with some of you guys. And until then, see you later.